pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there and welcome to another Big Rap Show Podcast. How are you? Wow, what a week that's been. <laughs> so much good stuff to talk about. Wow, yeah, what a week. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Well, first of all, I think I'll go through the domestics, first of all. So thank you to everyone uh, for clicking on this last couple of weeks' episodes, actually. We've had quite a reaction from a good lot of you guys listening to the show. Uh, so, yeah, this past couple of weeks we've been talking about bagpiping and drumming in the United States. Wow, what a response we got. I even got some uh, phone calls, text messages, as well as emails and tweets and Facebooks and all sorts. It was just the best. So I have to say the reaction for the last couple of weeks worth of podcasts about piping and drumming in the US has been one of our kind of biggest since, uh, yeah, since our podcast on judging. So that tells you something. So, yeah, thank you to everyone who's enjoyed those series of podcasts and to everyone who has messaged in all sorts of commentary and stuff. I do realize a lot of you want to remain anonymous. However, if anything, that kind of tells you the flavor of what's happening in the piping world at the moment. Uh, But, hey, (laughs) so many people are terrified to talk. But then again... I can completely understand why people want to remain anonymous. So shout out to all of you anonymous emailers and all as such. So it's great just to hear from you and to get your opinions on things in the United States. It's real interesting to me, to be honest. So thank you to everyone who messaged in on those couple of topics. Who knows, we may revisit this again. Because it is still a topic that fascinates me. Because I do know that you guys in the States are still currently in the midst of your Highland Games season. Uh, So it is still currently going on. It's happening now. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how it all pans out. It's really interesting. Anyway, let's get into the domestics first of all. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to the podcast. We mention this at the end of each week's podcast, but I wanted to mention it at the start of this week's podcast because of the amount of people that we realized last night who actually listened to our Fuse FM show and don't listen to the podcast. And the other way around. A load of podcast listeners who don't listen to our Fuse FM show. So let's talk about the podcast first of all. People seem to be using our website to listen to the podcast. Which is cool. That's fine. Then you can go on there, click play, and enjoy it that way. But the best way to do it is to use a podcasting app. So whether it's Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes or what do you call it, Apple Podcasts or something like that. And all you have to do is search for Big Rab Show and click subscribe or click that follow button. And then each week, like I said, you get a notification on your mobile device or whatever you're using to let you know that a new one's been uploaded. And in some cases, it even automatically downloads for you, so you can just listen straight away as soon as it uploads. So a lot of people have been asking about that. Is the website the only way to listen? And it's not. No, you can use all sorts of different apps and stuff. You can even use Spotify. I think you can stream it on there as well. You don't have to download. Stream it through Spotify. Thousands of different ways you can get get the podcast. But those of you who've been asking, how do you get a hold of Fuse? Well, you can listen through thebigrabshow.com. There's a link up there. All you have to do is click on Listen Live, press on the the little play button that's there, and you'll be tuned in direct to Fuse FM Balamoney. Now, I have to say, we only go live on a Tuesday at 7 p.m. UK time, and then we're on for two hours. So you've got two hours worth of bagpiping goodness from us on The Rab Show the Big Rab Show, and then, yeah, you need to work out the time difference where you are. I can't really kind of work that out for you because I'm rubbish at that kind of thing. But, yeah, wherever you are internationally listening, you can tune in and catch our live bagpiping show on Fuse FM where we just broadcast all sorts of piping goodness. We have requests when we talk all about the latest piping news and views. We take text messages and debate things and... It's really cool. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the Fuse show, we've been doing it over there on Fuse FM now for quite a while. I think nearly on 10 years now. So, yeah, definitely worth listening to if you haven't already. Definitely. (laughs) Sorry. 
I dropped my pen on the floor. I had to bend down and pick it up. There you go. Professional podcaster. And of course my phone would start beeping halfway through recording. Live podcasting. This is awesome. I'm sure I'll do an Andy Fusco and I'll edit that out. Ding! There you go. <laughs> Hashtag Chandoran. Those guys have been killing it this last while. I've really been enjoying their podcast. So, yeah, shout out to the guys at Chandoran. They're another kind of uh, not-so-family-friendly version of uh, discussing things from the bagpiping world. So, shout out to you guys at Chandoran. One of the six. Right. Yes, if you do want to help support the show, you can. You can go to Patreon and get your mitts on tons of extra content. Yes, we have lots of plans for a Patreon page coming in. You already have two episodes of Big Rab Show Plus on there. So if you're interested to see what they are, all you have to do is click on support. So for as little as a price of a cup of coffee every month, you can get your mitts on tons of extra stuff. There's loads of like backstage video type stuff. We have Big Rab Show Plus, of course. Again, we have lots of different conversations back there on our Patreon. But it's just the best. You need to go and check it out. And again, with your support, you really help support the show with every click. So there you go. Check out the Patreon page. Now, with each and every podcast, we normally kick off with some listener mail. Now, this past couple of weeks, our listener listener mail has been absolutely dominated by piping and drumming in the United States. So many of you people have been emailing in and texting in all about your piping and drumming story and how much you actually have enjoyed this past couple of weeks. So... Yeah, unfortunately, there's been no not much commentary on anything new in the bagpiping world that we can really discuss. So, yeah, it's all about piping and drumming in the US, so I'm, I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong, I'm certainly not complaining. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> we are on to pastures new, I'm afraid. But you can keep your emails coming in if you do so wish to talk about piping and drumming in the US again. We will revisit that topic. Do not fear. That email address, bigrabshow at gmail. Dot com again that email address big rab show at gmail.com that very important so you get your emails into us now talking about the podcast and all that sort of stuff at the beginning yeah we have been uh busy preparing behind the scenes for one of a better words we are in the middle of putting together our full season preview show now that's a big one we bring it to fuse and we talk about the incoming season for two hours we debate every grade every band every kind of aspect of what we think the 2019 season will bring us here in the united kingdom and i cannot wait so we all we talk about all the majors how we think they're going to pan down who's going to be the eventual champions and then, of course, we talk about the big game, how we think the world championships are going to pan out. So, now we're talking about listener mail. I want you guys to get on it. We want your opinions as well to be a part of our big show. So this is coming up. We're bringing it all to Fuse FM. And, of course, we're bringing it here to the podcast as well. So... Email us in your opinions. What bands are you particularly interested in this incoming season? And the reasons why. Now, they don't all have to be grade one. I have to really stress that. There are actually some bands that us and the Rab Show team have put together. And they're actually in the lower grades that we're actually really keen to see what they bring to the grass. So, with that in mind, put your thinking caps on. How do you think 2019 will transpire who do you think will win the scottish the uk's the euros who's gonna win the worlds i know (laughs) it's only april it's a bit of fun if anything else it's our season preview and then (laughs) put all our eggs in one basket and then we see who's right and who's wrong so yeah a bit of fun Hope you guys can get involved. You can email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to send in your voicemails as well. We love to have you being a part of the show. So that's coming up. That's actually quite a big show. We've been working on this now for a couple of weeks. Full season preview, every single grade. Whew. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Let's get into things, shall we? Let's get into the piping news. And like I said at the start of this week's podcast, it's been a busy week. There's been tons of stuff here. So forgive me if I do glance over some of these stories. There's just so much that happened over the course of the weekend. It was just nuts. So first story that dropped in that's on top of my list is Wallastone and District. Yeah, they're actually running a bit of an interesting competition. They launched this back in March the 20th. I think it is still running right now. So you can help design Wallastone and District's cap badge. Yeah, imagine that. You have a choice between two different designs and you can go and pick a winner. And then a winner 
uh, was picked at random for the, the, the chosen voter. And yeah, you get a, a free polo shirt, a Wallastone and District polo shirt. So there you are. If you're interested in helping out, pick a brand new cap badge for Wallastone and District. Pipe on, go and check out their social media. It's all over there. All right. <laughs> Let's also talk about, let me see. There was a little event. Actually, it wasn't that big. Yeah, yeah. it was the New Zealand Champions of the Generation. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It was absolutely flipping amazing. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> okay, need to calm down a little bit. Oh, my God. The New Zealand Championships happened this past weekend. It was absolutely amazing. I can't tell you just how amazing it was. Now, to be fair, I didn't manage to stay up for the entire thing here in the UK because I think it finished around 6.30am each morning over here. So the coverage started at like midnight and ran all night up until the early hours of the morning. Now, fair play to my dad. My my dad managed to stay up for the entire thing and went to bed in the morning. It was weird. He slept during the day and up all night watching bagpipes. Very strange. But, yeah, here, I don't know. The standard, I have to comment on the standard of playing in the New Zealand Championships was just ridiculous. Even the juvenile bands and some of the lower grades, so it was a grade 4B and 4A, some of the standards in there as well was also ridiculously high. So I was all sorts of stupidly excited for this event this weekend, and it did not disappoint. I have to say a massive congratulations to absolutely everyone involved at the New Zealand Championships this past weekend. It was an absolute roaring success. Well done. Now, this is through no small part of our good friends there at Brass Band. Those guys done an outstanding job. Those They managed to live stream the entire thing from start to finish, including the street march competition, which wouldn't have been easy to cover. So, yeah, we know what it's like having to try and live stream events, but these guys are on a complete, completely different level. They have high-definition uh, audio and video. It's just a pleasure to watch. It was just outstanding quality, and especially if you were listening with headphones as well. Woo! Definitely top-quality stuff. So... All in all, I have to say, the guys of Brass Band done an outstanding job. But shut up, Rab! Who won? <laughs> Alright, let's go through the results. I'm not going to sit and read off a massive list of who won what, because, you know, I love lists. Uh, but, yeah, let's read through the results first of all. Juvenile champions went to St. Andrews College A. Well done, St. Andrews. Uh, grade 4B champions went to City of Rotorua. Have I said that right? I've probably said it wrong. So forgive me. But there you go. New Zealand champions. Grade 4A were, went to Scots College. Now, Scots College run was actually really good. Really, really good. I think they actually kind of really deserved it. Go back. Have a listen to that. Grade 3 champions then in New Zealand were the Scottish Society of New Zealand. Again, sounding very strong there. So, again, well-deserved champions. Grade 2, however... Whew, that was a tough grade. Now, I would not want to have been a judge in there. But the eventual champion, ILT, City of Invercargill. Well done. Woo! New Zealand champions. Okay, on to grade one then. Yeah, now I have to be honest. Whenever I was judging this from my armchair, I didn't actually pick this band. But they won it. Canterbury Caledonian Society. Well done, Canterbury. Not bad at all. Now, the reason I say this, why why I didn't pick them, okay? Now, I want to justify this. I'm not picking on them by any means. Please don't tick that. Uh, But I'm a drummer, all right? And I listen to drum corps mostly. (laughs) On the whole, I normally listen to drum corps and how they fit in with pipe bands in general. And then I listen to the general ensemble. But I normally concentrate on the drumming. It's an old habit. It's because I'm a drummer. It's an affliction. Okay. Now, for me, Manawatu were just outstanding. They sounded really, really sharp and were just on tempo with everything. The brakes were perfect. The tuning was perfect. Just really, really strong performance. And lo and behold, Manawatu managed to lift the drumming championship. So, yeah, well deserved. Well done, Manawatu. But I stand corrected. I am very happy for this to be stuff that Rab got drunk. Indeed. Canterbury Caledonian, I've went back now and listened to the run a few times, and yeah, 
there's no doubt in my mind now that Canterbury actually did deserve the win. And I'm so glad that I was not a judge with a clipboard out there because I probably would have made a mistake and judged it on the drum corps rather than as an overall band. So well done to Canterbury. I am very happy to be wrong in my armchair judging. Uh, you, Yeah, definitely deserve the title of New Zealand Champion 2019. Now... For those of you who haven't seen any of the performances from the New Zealand Championship, don't worry, they're all up there now on YouTube. You can actually go back, re-watch the entire thing from start to finish. You can catch all of the lower grades all the way up to grade one. Absolutely outstanding. I have to say this is an amazing service provided by BrassBand.com. They've done an outstanding job. Uh, so take my hat off to you guys and a round of applause. <laughs> go Brass Band. You guys are Awesome. So thank you so much for all of us living internationally to be able to catch all of this amazing action and just incredibly talented musicians doing what they do. So well done, everyone. Yeah, standard were sky high. Okay, so that was the New Zealand Championships. And I have to say, on the coverage itself, we got a number of messages asking us what we thought about the coverage. Now, of course, you've heard me talk about the audio quality and the video quality, all of that sort of stuff, and the talent of the musicians themselves was just brilliant. But the compare, the guy, kind of like the meat in the sandwich, who was holding the whole show together was Tyler Fry. Now, you guys know Tyler. Of course, tenor drummer extraordinaire. He's quite famous in the bagpiping world. Uh, so, yeah, Tyler was there, microphone in hand, running about, doing links in between each band. So, talking about what was happening on the ground, interviewing players and stuff after they've just played talking to judges talking to organizers and uh tyler tyler seemed to be very excited (laughs) i i would love to know where tyler gets his energy from yeah because he just seemed to be plugged into the mains he was going a three million miles an hour i don't know where he got it from he must have had like 12 buckets of Red Bull or something. He was, yeah, woo, New Zealand Championship, baby. Woo, who's that over there? I don't know. Let's go over there. Yeah, woo, lethal. Great, you're playing. There's a the rules. One, two, ha-ho. Tyler, wow, can't, pff, slow down, buddy. I'm only on my third coffee of the night to try and keep myself awake. Tyler was just on, on fire. Now, whether Tyler's interviews and all of that coverage is still up on YouTube, I really hope so, because some of the interviews he managed to carry out were just hilarious they were really really funny uh for all the right reasons of course tyler wasn't taking the mickey out of anybody but yeah it was just so much fun uh he was talking to people in the crowd talking to bands people it was just the best i would like you to go back go and have a watch at it it's comedy gold some of it (laughs) tyler is just so excited and full of beans he's like jumping all over the place woo yeah lethal woo what do you play do you play snare drum i'm a tenor drummer (laughs) we're better (laughs) what what just happened and this is in between different bands so you're listening to one msr then you have tyler going lethal brilliant and then another msr comes on it's like i don't know Tyler, I'd love to get your energy, man. I don't know where you have that battery plugged in, mate, but it's working. It's working. Anyway, (laughs) go and check that out. It was definitely one of the highlights of the coverage for me. It was certainly really entertaining. So thank you to Tyler. He's done an outstanding job, to be fair. Um, Yeah, that's difficult to do. So it is, especially over that long period of time throughout the entire day. So Tyler was just switched on and he was, yeah, top class. Well done, Tyler. I'm just really envious of your energy, buddy. I I don't know where you got it from, man. (laughs) Just on fire, I suppose class all right let's fly on now locally here in northern ireland our season is just around the corner yeah and one such event the entries are now open for is the Kloss kelt indoor championships this will be held in banbridge high school awesome venue and this will be on saturday the 4th of may now you need to get your entry forms in by the 24th of april it says this specifically on the Kloss kelt website you need to pay your entry fee which is eight quid a band and they're looking everything from grade 4b up to grade one now if you're playing in grade four uh, you're looking for grade 4b you're talking march medley and grade 4a you're talking msr everything else from grade 3b up to grade one you're talking medley so Get your entry forms in. If you're thinking of heading to Banbridge Indoor, uh, 
before the 24th of April. So depending on when you're listening to this, it may have already passed. There you go. So contact any member of Klaus Keltband for details on how to get your entry forms in, or indeed you can contact them, of course, on their social media, and all those links and all that good stuff is all up there on their website. All right. I have to give a special plug on this week's podcast. I'll briefly talk about it, and then I'll just move on, because I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing me talk about it. St. Lawrence Atul in the Armagh City Hotel, it's just around the corner. All right? Now, I've been told that almost three quarters of the tickets are gone with a very limited number available left. You have to go along to St. Lawrence's website and get them now. I think this is, what, like three, four weeks maybe until the gig opens its doors. Please don't be disappointed. You need to get tickets for this. If you had any plans to get to the St. Lawrence gig at all, and why wouldn't you have plans to go and see this gig? Come on. Yeah, you need to go get tickets for this. Don't be disappointed. You've heard it from me. You've been warned. You've been warned. <laughs> so many people have contacted us on the Rab Show looking tickets. And I keep telling you, we're not selling them. Go along to St. Lawrence. They're selling them direct. Go along to St. Lawrence's website. Get your tickets now. Avoid disappointment. There you go. Okay. Another shameless plug. Matthew Shaw, lead drummer of Ravara Pipe Band. Of course, you guys know Matthew. He's been on the show here a few times now. And he actually performed at Rab Show Live as well. Matthew's actually released something that's quite cool. He's released a drum score booklet. Yeah, it records... It, well, it includes a number of the map marches that you have for this incoming season. So it'll be great for helping young upcoming bands, juvenile grades, grade 4 to grade 5, of course... All covering all the map tunes. So definitely worth checking out. Matthew Shaw, if you go along and check it out, Matthew Shaw Drumming on social media. He has details up there of how you can get a hold of this drum score book. Now the reason why it's so special is because it is focused at lower grade bands. Like I said, grade 4, grade 5. So you're talking 4A, 4B. These are all for your map tunes, your music appreciation, but that's these. Now, there isn't very many drumming books out there that actually score these tunes. So that's what makes this so unique. So go and check out Matthew Shaw Drumming on social media. Definitely worth checking out. And if you are interested, there is details up there of how you can purchase a copy. There you go. All right. Let's give a shout out actually to a brand new pipe band that's opening its doors for the first time. Yeah, shout out to Paisley and District Pipe Band. Now this was really interesting. We actually spoke about this at length on the Big Rab Show there last night on Fuse. Yeah, because Paisley Pipe Band have disbanded. Yes, they're kind of down. They've folded now. Well now instead of having just Paisley Pipe Band, we have Paisley and District Pipe Band. So they're spreading their wings if you want. So they're now a brand new all shiny brand new pipe band and they're currently recruiting they're looking for grade four and plus grade four and upwards players both pipers drummers tenor drums bass drums whatever they are interested in speaking to you because the aim is to get out in grade four next season it doesn't say a or b suppose it depends on who they get through the door the aim is to have a credible competing band competing band with a sustainable teaching infrastructure which is both an asset and a credit to paisley town there you go. You'll be given full tuition, of course, and they can also accept complete beginners. You'll also be given a set of pipes or drums. There you go. So if you are interested, you can, again, visit them on their social media. I think Paisley and District have a new page set up. Or indeed, you can get in contact with ourselves on The Big Rab Show. And yeah, we'll put you in contact with this brand new band and hopefully get them out on the grass next year. That'd be really interesting to see, actually. Now, whenever I first heard that they were going to start putting a band together, I thought, this is April. You're not going to get out this season. <laughs> That's a bit of a tall order. So, I don't know. I doubt very much that we will see them out this season. Like I said, it is April. <sighs> I don't know if we'll see them out this season at all. Uh, but uh, uh, look, looking at their press release, I think the aim is for next year. So, good luck to everyone there at Paisley and District Pipe Band. I do wish you all the very best. And, uh, yeah, I'll be watching that with interest, actually. Just to see what comes from that. Because you never know. <laughs> you never know you make it see paisley paisley and district pipe ban on the prize list next year so yeah we'll be keeping tabs on that okay in the celtic music world i have to give a shout out to manran manran you're awesome 
Yes, they are. Now, if you guys haven't been watching what Man Ran have been doing, then where have you been? They've been on the Celtic music scene here in the UK for quite a long time and have become quite famous and well-known over here in the Celtic scene. Well, they're taking their amazing music and live act to Australia. Or should I just say Australia? I don't know. I'm sure you guys will uh, connect correct my pronunciation yeah they're heading to australia and they're doing an australian tour <laughs> they're heading all the way through april up up until the middle of may they're yeah touring all of australia so you can go and check them out on their social media full dates are available up there now trust me if you haven't seen Manran live definitely go and check these guys out they're a bit of a live a live wire when it comes to playing live so this will be a real treat so heading down under to enjoy some sunshine and tennis and some real good tunes so i'm looking forward to that i hope you guys are man around have the best time and if you guys down under are actually going to be going to this please let me know yeah because that'd be a real good gig to get to so full details of course are all up on there on their social media definitely worth checking out okay this weekend then yeah it's a big weekend here in the uk for piping we've got so much coming on this weekend it's kind of ridiculous kicking things off here friday april the 5th which is this weekend a pretty awesome solo bagpiping championship is happening in stornoway in scotland yeah the pipe major donald mcleod mbe memorial competition which is a bit of a mouthful but uh yeah trust me this one's gonna be well worth watching now the why is this the case it's like a random solo thing all the way up in the north of scotland why even bother paying attention to it well the reason being is simply the lineup whenever you look at the lineup for this particular competition it reads as if it's a grand final in the glymphitic so stay with me here we have willie mccallum callum beaumont angus mccall stuart little ian spears niall stuart finley johnson and ewan mccrimmon all right now, that kind of reads like a glymphatic final, doesn't it? Now, what makes it even better is that the entire thing will be live-streamed online. Now, at the minute, we're currently waiting on the link for the live stream. So once we have that, of course, we will share it out on our social media. So doors open at 9.30, but the competition itself starts at 10.30. So I assume that's when the live streaming will start. So you'll be able to tune in online, watch the entire thing from start to end. And these guys are pretty much some of the masters of bagpiping. So... Some of the biggest names in solo piping will be hitting the competition stage on Friday and you can tune in online and watch it all. And I'm all sorts of excited. All right. Another little uh, thing that's happening this weekend <clears throat> would be the Colabaggy solos. Yeah, that's a, that's a little small thing that's happening. <laughs> yeah, the Colabaggy solos, man. It's... I... Oh. Can you believe it's Colabaki solos already? That kind of gives you a bit of an indication of how quick our season is rolling around. Because before you know it, Colabaki will have finished, the Ulsters will have finished, then you're rolling into the indoor season, which is happening now with Banbridge Indoor, just as I was talking about. And then before you know it, you're on the grass, baby! And the season started! And I can't wait! <clears throat> and I can't wait. So, yeah. I need to calm down. This is ridiculous. Anyway, so yes, Colabaki solos this weekend. And of course, you guys will be asking, will you be live streaming from it? Well, the answer will be, yeah, as always. We've covered those last three or four different Colabaki solos doing the same thing. We try to cover as much of the senior piping as we can, as well as some of the open drumming as well, if we can catch it. As well, of course, as the all-important results. So if you can't make it to Colabaki solos this weekend in Northern Ireland, then have no fear we have you covered and yeah you can tune in thanks to the big rab show facebook page you can catch and watch it all so full details of the draw and everything are all up there on the colabaki uh, facebook page at the moment we have all the details of the draw of course on rab show and yeah you can just check out and see who is competing the open bass drumming has returned again which is just awesome which i think is a great idea it doesn't happen too often here in the uk to have bass drumming solos so it's great to see uh that northern Ireland competitions are really pushing that so it's fantastic so open bass drumming this weekend at Colabaki. and yeah i'm really excited for this competition because it does kind of show yeah how everyone is you know sounding going into the ulsters the ulster solos is just shortly afterwards we'll talk about the ulsters i'm sure in a future podcast that's coming uh so but yeah this weekend we have the Colabaki solos and i want to wish everyone the very best of luck who's heading there to compete this weekend i'm sure these are all well practiced 
full of gusto and ready to go. So yeah, us and the Rab Show, of course, will be there with bells on and our wee camera and, and our hands and filming as well. So no pressure, no pressure. Night. Okay, let's also talk about what's happening this weekend. Fred Morrison. Fred Morrison! The legend, that is Fred Morrison, is coming to Northern Ireland. Now, I've said this countless times, so I'm not going to rhyme on about it. But Fred's coming to Northern Ireland. Oh my god! I can't wait. I'm a stupidly ridiculous fan of Fred Morrison. You guys know that. So, yeah, he's coming to Newton Abbey, Theatre at the Mill Newton Abbey. And, uh, yeah, this is all to celebrate Ballyboley Pipe Band's 100th anniversary. So what a way to celebrate. They're bringing over the Jimi Hendrix of bagpipes. I can't wait to hear this. And, yeah, I will be there, no doubt. And, of course, for all you guys available on Patreon, we'll have some Patreon-exclusive content from the Fred Morrison gig. That's all I'm going to say on that. But, yeah, we've got some special plans uh, for you Patreon subscribers. So feel free. If you want to see what's happening backstage and all sorts of other sort of stuff from the Fred Morrison gig, then head over to our Patreon page. Uh, and yeah, you'll be treated to tons of extra stuff from the Fred Morrison gig. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have to say this Yeah, next story uh, is one I have to say with a bit of a heavy heart. I have to say uh, a sincere condolences to everyone who's a friend and family of the late Tom Doyle. Yeah, you guys here living locally here in Ireland and Northern Ireland will know Tom very well. He was a piper of, of course, with New Ross and District Pipe Band, who sadly passed away yesterday, uh, whenever I'm recording this. So, yeah, it's just heartbreaking. Tom was very well known in the bagpiping world as quite a very famous figure in Irish pipe bagpiping in general. A lot of people knew him well. And, uh, yeah, I, for one, met him a few times, actually, and had a... A pleasure talking talking to him all about New Ross and how things were going and how proud he was. And also, I remember him talking about that experience of stepping into the grade one or the big arena one at the Worlds and the finals. So, because New Ross, of course, were there. So, yeah, to have that experience, he couldn't be prouder. And, yeah, it was so sad to hear whenever he had passed. It was just heartbreaking. So, I have to say... My full condolences to everyone uh, in Tom's family, of course, and uh, to everyone in New Ross and District Pipe Band, and of course to everyone, of course, in the Irish Pipe Band Association. It's just heartbreaking uh, whenever you see such a notable figure in the bagpiping world uh, to pass suddenly. So, yeah, heartbreaking stuff, not nice at all. Tom was a good mate, and uh, yeah, it's really sad to see him go. Uh, yeah, I have to go from that however that real terrible heart-wrenching story onto something that's kind of silly so how am i going to achieve that well friends april 1st of course came rattling around april fool's day yeah and you may not know but april fool's day believe it or not was my birthday so thank you to everyone who wished me happy birthday on april fool's a lot of people actually commented saying is it actually your birthday yeah, it is. So, yeah, I turned another year older, celebrated with my family, and it was a good old time. Um, but, yeah, I decided to get in on the act. April 1st is notoriously a bad day to be involved in pipe band journalism because a lot of bands, and even a lot of band membership, decide to put out what's called false news, I suppose. Yeah, they put out all these pranks and stuff. And, yeah, share it out at your own peril as fact. So, yeah, I think, what was it? There was one news story that dropped that I thought was an April Fool's and turned out it wasn't. <laughs> I actually had to check with the band and say, are you sure this isn't an April Fool's? <sighs> yeah, of course, I'm talking about the Empire Pipe Band. Whenever they made the announcement that Glenn Brown was going to be playing for them. Glenn Brown, man! So, yeah, shout out to Empire Pipe Band, who've made the announcement on possibly one of the worst days possible. April Fool's Day, they announced that Glenn Brown will be, uh, yeah, playing with those guys. And, uh, yeah, whenever I first read it, I thought, yeah, right, April Fool's. So I went and actually got a number of messages from ones in the band and said, no, it's legit. And I said, well, uh, that's a real bad day to make announcements. Now, I did decide to get in on the act myself, and I pulled a bit of uh, April Fool's myself. I said, yeah, after a long time of not playing, I'd like to announce that I'm finally playing with St. Lawrence Atul and blah, 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 blah. All that sort of stuff. I'm sure you've probably seen it if you listen to the show. So, yeah, I posted an April Fool's 
And it looks like a load of people actually fell for it. And I felt terrible. Because the amount of well wishes I received was crazy. I got phone calls, emails, text messages, people saying congratulations. And so, oh, mate, you kept that quiet. That's brilliant news. Oh, so happy for you. And I just felt awful. Because I kept having to correct people and said, um, thanks and everything, but um, what day is it today? And every, uh, it's Monday. So, no, what day is it? April 1st. Ah. <laughs> so to everyone that I managed to fool on April Fool's Day, I'm sorry, <laughs> but gotcha. Uh, so yeah, as much as it may have been a dream of mine to play with St. Lawrence Atul at the back line, Oh my god, that would be epic. But um, no, it's an April Fool's. <laughs> Which was only made worse by Stephen Crichton, by the way. Lead drummer of St. Lawrence actually joined in and said, Welcome on board, Rob. Yeah, it's great to have you. I thought, no, Stephen, you're making it worse. <laughs> it was the best fun. It was a great crack, so it was. Uh, so, yeah, it was great to hear everyone's congratulatory messages. I'm still getting them now. Uh, well done on your new core, man. Can't wait to see you in the green. And I'm like... No, you won't. I'm I'm not playing with St. Lawrence. <laughs> I feel so guilty. It's terrible. It's a bit of a joke. You know, April Fool's, but it kind of turned very sinister very quick. But, hey, there you go. I hope you can all appreciate the joke, if nothing else. And I promise I will not be pulling any more April Fool's in the future. I just figured I may as well join the club because everyone else was doing it. But there you go. Stick your head in the fire. It's going to get burned. <laughs> Okay, now I want to give it a bit of a special plug on this week's show. All right, now this is something quite special. We've had these guys on the show before. The guys from the show Thunderstruck. Now, we have talked about this. We've actually had them on the the show here before for a previous interview and all the rest of you guys all know that. We're talking about piping live. Thunderstruck, of course, the play that is about the Vale of Athol piping legend Gordon Duncan. Yeah, we talked about it whenever this massive play was coming to Pipe and Live and how you needed to see it. Well, it had an absolutely roaring success at Piping Live, as we expected. So they were invited back to the stage and they'd done two shows at Celtic Connections. We spoke about that earlier in the year as well. Now, Thunderstruck is not done. They're back again. <laughs> They're back! Now, this is all sorts of exciting. Because if you haven't seen Thunderstruck, the show yet, I haven't actually seen it yet, but I have heard nothing but rave reviews about it. So, this has me all sorts of excited to see that Thunderstruck, the play, is coming back. They've been booked again by possibly one of the biggest festivals in the world, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Which is all sorts of stupidly exciting. So congratulations to the producers and everybody at the Thunderstruck, the play. It's just fantastic. However, there's a bit of a a fly in the ointment here. Thunderstruck the Play need to do a bit of fundraising in order to fulfil the booking. They need to raise £10,000 in order to make this actually happen. To make it a reality and to actually launch the show as part of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Which is just insane. It's a massive amount of money, but it is totally possible. Yeah, so they have a GoFundMe page, of course. We have shared it out there on the Rab Show Facebook page many times because we're big supporters of this. And uh, telling the story of the late Gordon Duncan just has to be told. It's full of his music. It's also full of his own unique brand of Gordon Duncan humour, I have to say. So there's been a lot of different reviews of it online and different things. Trust me, this is one show of a tale of a late, great bagpiping genius that needs to hit the stage again. So, if you can, go along to The Big Rab Show on Facebook or on Twitter or anywhere like that and check out Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck, the play, they have a GoFundMe page up there. And even if you donate anything from as little as a pound, you'll be helping support the show and getting it to the stage. Now, this is where I was actually thinking that if every person who's ever hit like on the Big Rab Show Facebook page donated a quid. They would have hit their target and more. So, yeah. I'm asking you guys, the listeners of the Big Rab Show podcast, please do consider heading over there and lending your support for even as little as a quid. You can really help this show possibly hit the stage again for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. 
definitely worth supporting to tell the story of such a piping legend and to bring it to a mass audience as well. Like the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, that isn't a bagpiping festival. It's not a traditional music festival either. This one is, yeah, this is kind of more for theatre shows, comedy shows, kind of family entertainment kind of thing. So it's kind of perfectly pitched to actually bring piping to the masses. I cannot wait to see if they hit their total. I really hope they do. And us and the Rab Show, of course, we'll be throwing our full support behind it. We really wish them the best. And if you can too, please do. Head along to the Big Rab Show on Facebook. Check out their GoFundMe page and drop them a couple of quid. Who knows? It could mean the world. (laughs) All right. One last little bit of news away from everything else. Let's talk about the brand new line of merchandise. You guys have already started ordering in your droves. Now, I have to say, unfortunately, we had a little bit of a hold up with our supplier. (laughs) I don't think they kind of realized the demand for things. And uh, to be fair, neither did we. We've launched a brand new website, which just went exceedingly well. A lot of you guys loved the new website. Website? New website and thought it was brilliant. And yeah, all the content and stuff that's up there, all the live streams and da 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 da. It's all up there. Well worth checking out if you haven't done already. But we've also launched a whole new line of merchandise. Now, this includes hats, towels, travel pillows, a just a plethora of stuff that you could stick a Big Rab Show logo on. And of course, a G1 logo. It's just brilliant so yeah the new line of merchandise we poured a lot of love into it that's just yeah months and months and months of hard work and it's all up there now on the website for you guys to go and peruse and possibly purchase each and every purchase does really help support the show i have to stress that that every penny raised from these t-shirts goes towards helping us bring more coverage to you guys from the piping world here in the uk and abroad and that's exactly what we're all about Trying to push the pipe band message as far and wide as possible. That's what we're exactly what we're here for. So, yeah, whenever you purchase a t-shirt, where does the money go? It goes into possibly paying for travel costs, heading to a certain venue or something like that. So, yeah, each and every t-shirt sold and hoodie and travel pillow, <laughs> random, all that sort of stuff. It really does help support the show. Now, the wheels have been kind of turning a bit slowly because we are, we are having problems Uh, with the supplier i don't think they appreciated the demand that we would have and we flooded them with the first order and they're like what how many what are you talking about so yeah there is a bit of a delay so all of you guys who put in your orders first of all our first batch of orders hopefully we will get them out the door as soon as possible but we are still waiting at the moment pending all the delivery from the suppliers and all that we are not a clothing distributor by the way we're a, a bagpiping journalist kind of people you know what i mean we're piping fans we're not clothing distributors but we're doing what we can so yeah bear with us that is a little bit of piping news i figured we'd bring because a good lot of you listen to the podcast i've actually bought stuff from biggerabshow.com and there is just a bit of a log jam we're having difficulties getting it out the door at the moment with the supplier and then getting it out in the post and everything ah it's a bit of a nightmare we're doing what we can stick with us we do hope to have your order out with you as soon as possible and if you haven't checked it out go along now bigrabshow.com go and have a look at the full new lineup a lot of the merch on there is real top quality stuff hard wearing kind of heavy and thick and comfortable like really good for cold weather warm weather yeah just brilliant just go and check it out bigrabshow.com well worth checking out all right that's it. I think I've managed to cover everything. There's probably loads of stuff I've missed out. But you know what? <laughs> it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. <sighs> it's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson's and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets and bespoke highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Adante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper is also the North American distributor for Beat Street Drumming Goods from Northern Ireland. Have you any questions about any of the major brands they carry? Then you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. 
Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles, enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. Time for Topic of the Week, and thank you so much for sticking with us this long. Like I did say, it's going to be a long podcast, I think. So much stuff to talk about in the piping world this past week. And it's going to be a busy weekend this weekend, too. Anyway, let's fly on. Topic of the Week, of course, we're talking about stewards. Pipe band stewards. Those guys uh, who are kind of the unsung hero in my opinion now you guys of course can disagree if you want with the points i'm just about to raise about pipe band stewards you can mail us in <laughs> big grab show at gmail.com get your emails in if you do disagree <clears throat> but we good to hear from you uh, but yeah who are pipe band stewards now we call them we call them stewards here in the uk now i don't know what you call them internationally what i'm talking about is basically the guys who dress in uniform have an official association badge on them to identify themselves as an official RSPBA steward. I am here to do a job. Look at me. I'm a representative of the association. Yeah, those guys. So I don't know what the equivalent would be internationally. I don't know what they are down under. You know, I don't know whether you have guys walking about in uniform doing this kind of thing but i want to talk really nail it down rather than just talking about specifically in the u.s or in australia because i haven't got experience of stewarding in those countries i have what my experience is here in the uk and i really do think these guys are the unsung heroes these guys really do help every competition flow seamlessly and it's one of the things that our pipe band association does well i know (laughs) controversial Believe it or not, our RSPBA do things right sometimes. And this is something they really do get incredibly well done right. So, yeah, our competitions here in the UK, they normally run without a hitch. Every band is bang on time. They're never late. We rarely hear about bands being disqualified because they're on the line late. And the competition itself, it's set up pristinely. And this all happens thanks to an army of stewards. Now, early in the morning, now I'm talking possibly before the sun's even rose, 5, possibly 6 a.m., our pipe band stewards are at the venue. Regardless of where this venue is, now I'm talking about a regular domestic competition, I'm not even talking about a major championship because sometimes the stewards are there days in advance and they're there putting that sucker together. Now... This is the number one job on their list for the weekend, and that is set up. Every competition circle, every arena, everything needs to be set up to a precise measurement. Believe it or not, it's in the rule book. <laughs> Go and check it out if you don't believe me. Those circles that are painted on the grass have an actual diameter that needs to be adhered to. So they're all painted on with pain staking accuracy along with the line as well how far the line is away from the circle needs to be measured within an absolute millimeter and that is all 
set up perfectly with all of your stands and everything and your barriers to keep the crowds back from going, yes, butthole, woo! You know what I mean? So all of this is all set up before any pipe band man or woman sets foot on the grass in that arena, which I think is an unsung hero job in itself. That takes a serious amount of time and experience and it's not light work some of these barriers are extremely heavy and you see these guys first thing in the morning throwing these things around as if they're nothing so yeah setting up of the actual arenas themselves and in some cases i'm saying arenas there can be plural in fact most times in the uk there's normally three there's normally three or even four arenas for every competition you have the drum majors and then you have all your grade fours grade threes grade twos and of course the big young grade one So all of this all needs set up to begin with before anyone even sets foot in the place. So, of course, you're looking at all your audio equipment to make sure everyone can hear you. So, testing, testing. You hear them first thing in the morning. It's very funny. Uh, So, (laughs) whenever they're testing their microphone. Johnny, Johnny, can you hear me over there? Uh, Put your hand up if you can hear me. It's very funny. So, I love being there. Dead early in the morning when they're testing the PA equipment. I think it's just hilarious. (laughs) To see these guys plugging everything in and go, go. Uh, hello, is, hello, can you hear me? This makes not. Jamie, Tony, plug the mic in, lad. Plug, plug the mic in, lad. Pl- plug it. Oh, it's working now. It's working now. <clears throat> Sorry about that, podcast listeners. Yes, but <laughs> testing out the audio equipment. It's just hilarious. I love being there in the morning, and it's yeah. It's one of those things. These guys are not audio technicians by any means. They just know, plug Mikey phone in, make voice go louder. So there you go. So, <laughs> But that is one of the unsung jobs of hero ship that they do. And they do it incredibly well. And I have to argue this. If you were to put a complete group of amateurs in there, oh, we could do this better, we could do this better, no problem at all. Well then, yeah, go and have a go. Let's see how good you are. That's one of the things I would really praise RSPBA for doing, especially RSPBA in Northern Ireland. They are really particularly good at doing this. They can arrive at a venue and have it completely set up for a whole pipe band competition day of competition within the space of a couple of hours. So that in itself is no mean feat. As well as the coordination of where the portaloos are going to go, where the people need to go to the loo, and then where they're going to eat and drink. So you have to coordinate all the chip vans, the ice cream vans, and of course if there's any other vendors, like of course Beach Street arrive and other kind of pipe band kind of people arrive to sell their products and stuff, where are they going to go? This is all done within a couple of hours. And these are all done thanks to pipe band stewards or rspba officials so it's one thing that they really do fantastically well so i have to give them kudos for that now they're not done they can't just sit with the feet up now and enjoy the music oh no 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 they actually then this is when their music or this is when their day actually starts because they are running around like crazy listening to the music yeah they have a clipboard in their hand and a program and they know every grade and they know every single band these guys who are the pipe band stewards are possibly some of the biggest pipe band nerds in the world these guys know pipe bands simply by glancing in their direction and what tune they're playing, or even, oh, there's there's Mickey over there, I know he plays with that band, yeah, that's who they are. So these guys are able to identify the entire park. So if they see somebody pulling up in a, a Ford Fiesta that's the colour blue, and their number plate sta- starts with IFZ, they know that that's the snare drummer from New Ross, and they're here, and lethal, I know where they are. So they're... Their knowledge and information of people in the piping world is just unrivaled. It's just incredible how these guys know exactly where everybody is in the park. So you could be practicing under some trees somewhere. And then suddenly you get a a tap on the shoulder. Right, you. You should be in final tuning within 10 minutes. Right? How, how, did, how did you know? How, what? How did you even know what band I play for? Well, of course, these guys are there because they know. They are the big piping nerds, essentially. So, yeah, pipe bang stewarding is a skill set in its own right. They have to get the right judges to the right arenas, the arenas looking properly, and then they have to go and chase the bands all day. 
They run around with a program and basically coordinate the bands to make sure that they're in the right place at the right time and everything runs according to a very strict clock. Because there is this thing that if you are more than a couple of minutes late for your performance on the line, you run the risk of being disqualified. Now, I have actually seen it happen a couple of times, especially here in Northern Ireland where the band was actually more than five minutes late. They have her. I think they had trouble. Some guys, uh, bass uh, drone Reed fell into the bag or something, and they were trying to rescue it. And the steward, the steward just ended up saying to them, "says Look, guys, you're more than five minutes. That's it. You're disqualified." And he walked back to the arena, spoke to the judge. Sorry, tapping his watch on his wrist. These guys are late. That's it. They're disqualified. And that's what happened. And you know, according to the rule book, they had no, re- you know, they had no recourse. So that was it. So these. You know, you don't mess with these boys. <laughs> if they tell you it's your turn to come on, let's go. You need to switch on. There's no hold on. I need to tune this here. <laughs> this isn't right. No, you need to go. So yeah, that's one of the unsung hero things again with stewards is that they're able to coordinate such a massive competition and have every band in every grade running at the same time. Now I'm not just talking about pipe bands. I'm also talking drum majors. They're there to coordinate the drum majors as well. So, of course, they know every drum major that's competing. They probably know every mum and dad that's standing there. Uh, So, yeah, they're as much as heavily involved in the piping scene than we are. You know what I mean? The ones who are actually competing and enjoying it all. So, that's another one that they do. One of the biggest jobs, I have to say, for a steward is in the evening. This is when these guys kick into overdrive. Just when you think, that's it, their day's done. Oh no, my friend, once they have finished, you know, coordinating every band and ushering them into the arena to go and play their tunes, they're not done. They put the clipboard down and then they start lifting and ripping that arena apart. They tear it to bits. All you see is barriers flying about everywhere. They're actually physically running with these things across the park and they're turning what used to be like three or four different separate arenas into one massive one. Of course, I'm talking about the March Past. Yeah, these guys set up for the March Past in what seems to be 30 minutes, 20 minutes, I think, at most. I think the UKs this year were a little bit delayed because they had problems moving some of the barriers this year. So that delayed them. So I think maybe it took 40 minutes or 45 minutes this year to get the March Past for the UKs. But that was the only one. Even when you look at the World Championships themselves, just look at how ridiculously big that March Past is. And that is all organised within the space of just less than an hour. Which is no mean feat whenever you consider just how big it is. So, yeah, that's one thing RSPBA really know how to do. And they know how to put on a show. They know how to put up arenas, get them done, ready for competition. And they equally know how to tear them down and get the march pass going. So, well done to that. That is definitely one that has, yeah, that has me going, wow. Okay, I can't even speak English words now. But that is one of the things that I really want to give them kudos. Getting things ready and then breaking them all down for the big march past at the end. Now, you may think, that's it. Once the march past has started, and in goes Simon Fraser, and they started playing their six hits. No, they're not done. Those guys then are busy in the compiler's hut or even backstage somewhere compiling all the results now they're checking them double checking them in fact i think they are actually checked three times before they're handed to the spokesperson now i have known some local branches here in northern ireland who actually quadruple check the results yeah (laughs) this is because there has been many occasions where yeah unfortunately the wrong result has been read out so these things are checked and checked and quadruple checked in this case so in that case there's like maybe four or five different stewards whose job it is is to sit and actually go through them score by score to make sure that they add up correctly and that once these things get published online it's not going to be noticed uh by the way they didn't finish third they actually won the thing uh mop it so yeah they don't want mistakes like that to happen so they are quadruple checked in some cases 
So they go past four different people to give a tick of approval, and then they're handed to the spokesperson at the end of the day. All the big speeches. Oh, flurry, flurry. This is great to see us all here. We hope to see us next year again. This is great. Isn't it a wonderful day? Sunshine and shut up. We want the results. I hope to see us all great back again, because my great-grandfather used to play the bagpipe. Shut up! Yeah, so the speeches go on, you have the results, and then it's the steward's job to actually give out the right trophy. Because this is another job in itself as well. There are so many trophies, and they're all dedicated to people. And that's people and businesses who sponsor these awards. You know, we have the, I think my first major championship was the Gordon Jelly Memorial Trophy. Gordon Jelly, I have no idea who this person was, uh, but apparently was well known around Dumbartonshire, uh, I think. Um, so yeah, I won the Scottish back in grade 4A, it was the first time as a lead drummer, and that was the first time I lifted my first major championship, and the Gordon, Je- Gordon Jelly Memorial Shield was given to the drum corps, so we won it as a band, we won it as a drum corps, and that was my first major title as a lead drummer. I remember it well because of the name, the Gordon Jelly Memorial Trophy. Now, how did that steward know exactly what trophy to lift for what prize, because on the day he's bound to have been giving out Hundreds. Whenever you consider this, all those grades and each one who wins a prize needs to get a, a specific trophy with the correct name on it. And you're not handed the first place trophy when in fact you should have got the second or third. So this all takes coordination as well and a certain amount of skill that you're not handed the wrong thing. So this all takes time and again experience and expertise, which is something RSPBA do incredibly well i have yet to hear the story of anyone who's been handed a wrong trophy so hey kudos to the guys at rspba that is another thing that you do well now another last thing is kind of something that nobody ever really thinks about but once we've all lifted our prizes and we've marched off the field celebrating just how awesome it was to become a champion or whatever and then we play to the beer tent in some cases pound a few pints and then jump in the bus and go home the rspba stewards aren't done once you guys finish and you march off the field that's when these guys kick into action they start packing up They have to pile all of those barriers on the back of a lorry or a van or something like that. They pack up all the sound equipment. They pack all the dignitaries away and chauffeur them off in a car somewhere. Cheerio. Bye-bye. And, yeah, they basically pack up the entire venue and have it sitting pristine and as clean as possible so as if nothing actually happened. (laughs) So, but by the time that that steward is packing up and he's taking his uniform off to get into the car to go home... It's possibly well into the late, late hours, if not the small wee hours of the following morning, by the time they have finished packing up and are fit to go home. So these guys, I would argue, are possibly as equally dedicated to competitive piping and drumming as we are the competitive players. So as much as I'm talking about here about stewards and a lot of a lot of people kind of shrug shoulders and says ah they're useless they don't do anything i've seen them standing about just reading a program all day what do they do they're reading that program for a reason they're trying to see what bands they need to get and at what order and all of that and what time they need to be there so they're there making mental notes and all of that i would argue that the stewards at any pipe band competition are possibly some of the hardest working people on the ground there's the stewards and the judges. <laughs> I would not want to be a judge. I've said this many times. Uh, but yeah, the pipe band stewards at any competition, they do so much. and uh, All of it goes unsung. Like, none of it really is recognised. Uh, at a competition, the band works hard. Yeah, and the pipers and the drummers, they really work, work hard. They work hard all year to get their material correct and their tuning and everything goes into that focused, into that five, ten minutes worth of playing. And then they go and party. Meanwhile, the stewards are working all day and they don't get a trophy handed to them at the end of the day. In fact, they have to hand them out. So the stewards, for me, I think honestly are the unsung heroes of the bagpiping world. Now, whether they're called stewards where you are, in the United States or the Australia or New Zealand or wherever you may be listening to this, I'm sure you know the equivalent in your part of the world. Now, 
Yeah. You know these guys, they are volunteers. They are not paid. They're certainly not paid. Um, but yeah, they volunteer their time to make sure events such as pipe band competitions run smoothly. And it's one of the things I really have to take my hat off to RSPBA. It's one thing that they really do incredibly well here. It's a well-oiled machine now. They've been running competitions now for as long as I can remember. Flip. Years. So these guys know what they're doing. And they've, they're able to do it with such ease, it may actually seem that they're doing nothing. But trust me, these guys are working their socks off. And they're doing it all for free. And they're doing it all for the love of bagpipe music. So the next time you actually fancy shouting at a bagpipe pipe band steward, and you go, he's coming over to you and say, right lads, come on, you just need to be in this final tuning area, come on, shift yourselves, you have five minutes until you're on the line. The last thing you should do is... No, don't start yelling and cursing and effing and blinding at them, which I've seen countless times, which is disgusting, by the way. I've seen so many pipe majors blow up at the steward, but you just... I can't swear on the podcast. So, <laughs> I've seen so many uh, yeah, stewards getting shouted and yelled at by bands people. It's just not right. It's not, you know... It's not cricket, as they say in the UK. You really shouldn't, because these guys are just doing their job. They're trying to get you on the line at the right time. They're doing it in your own interest. So, hey, next time, try and give some thought to these guys who are only doing a volunteering job, but are doing it incredibly well. They really do deserve our respect in the bagpiping world, I would argue. And, uh, yeah... If any of you out there who are listening to this, by the way, uh, by the way, if you may be stewards, um, you can certainly get in contact with us. We would love to hear your story. Uh, have I accurately reflected what you guys do each weekend at a competition? Or are, is there anything that I've missed out? Feel free. Mail us in. BigGrabShow at gmail.com. I honestly do think these guys are the heroes of our competition scene who really go unrecognized. And it's certainly something that I would like to put out there if you know what i mean that these guys work so hard putting competitions together it would be kind of cool to give them a little bit more recognition and to give them what they deserve which is a massive round of applause at the end of each competition you guys worked your socks off thank you do you know what i mean they kind of do deserve it you know they've kind of worked tirelessly putting these competitions together and all we do is moan and complain that the yeah it rained a bit <laughs> Anyway, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Hope you enjoyed that conversation on stewards. Uh, yeah, it's an area that we don't talk about much. And I do hope to hear from some stewards, by the way. So if there is any stewards out there listening or organisers of games or competitions and they know what it's like having to stack yeah, people barriers up onto a, a truck, let us know. Show at gmail.com. Now... <clears throat> Like I said, this weekend is going to be incredibly busy for us on the Big Rab Show. We have the Kulabaki Solos on Saturday. Plus, we have the Fred Morrison gig as well in Newton Abbey. That's to come. I can't wait for that. That's going to be insane. So, yeah, get yourselves along to the Big Rab Show Facebook page this weekend. We'll be covering everything from the Kulabaki Solos. Plus, we may have a clip or two from the Fred Morrison gig. Now, I say may. uh, We might and we might not. But if you want to see some extra content, then definitely head along to our Patreon page. Go along there, click that support button, and you can get your hands on tons of extra content, including stuff from the Fred Morrison gig this weekend. Yes! I can't wait. <laughs> so that's coming. And then, of course, we have the, comp- the solo competition there on the Friday as well from Stornoway in Scotland. So loads of bagpiping action this incoming weekend. And I hope you guys can join us here next week on the podcast as we'll be talking all about what just happened. As always. Yeah. As I said before, please feel free to subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, because, yeah, with each and every week you'll get that ding a little notification to let you know that i have uploaded another one and you'll never miss an episode until then guys we will see you here on the podcast next week all the very best well that's it for another big rap show podcast thanks so much to our sponsors g1 Ridge, played by bands around the world including our current champion of champions in Verarian districts don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. 
Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>